Hey everyone, this is Phil Gonzalez. What you are about to hear is an episode that you've maybe already heard before. This is a summer rerun because it's the week of the 4th of July, even though it is not the 4th of July today, that was earlier this week. But because it was the 4th of July, I was unable to record a new episode. And besides, don't we all deserve a break? Also, I've got two other podcasts. But you are about to hear a classic episode of Deep in Bear Country featuring my good friend, Mr. Mark Sweeney, as we talk about, well, a very, very, very weird record. So enjoy this summer rerun classic, and I will see you all next week deep in bear country. Uh, hey, everyone. Hi. Wait. <clears throat> hey, everyone. Welcome back to the deep in bear country. This is Phil Gonzalez. Hey, Cher. <laughs> 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 it's the uh, Morning Zoo program. I'm your host. We are. <laughs> that's your. That's uh, Marco in the morning. Sorry, Marty. We're gonna be spinning some discs today. We got a special uh, platter for you. It's the Berenstain Bears meet the Berenstain Bears picture disc 1982. Mark, tell us a little bit about this. Uh, what are we listening to? Where are they now? <laughs> the Berenstain Bears. Their musical careers seem to. Vanished completely. They have quite the musical history, though. They, seriously, they yeah. do have quite the musical history. Like, I know there's a stage show. There's a couple of stage shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a couple of you can. There's one going on in New York as we speak. It's, really? Yeah, New York prob- City. New York City. The Big Apple. The way the the bay the place on the bay as they call it. <laughs> yep. The uh, the carnival by the beach. The city by the statue. Yep. Town that never frowns. New York City, where it all happens. Start spreading that news, and the news is bears on stage. So, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is, from the beginning of the... I won't even... That's a lie. The point I'm trying to make is, from the end of the late 70s to the end of the 70s until now, the Berenstain Bears have a bit of a musical history. Uh, ever since they started doing animated shows, they always had songs that kind of went along with them, and not just to the tune of John Philip Sousa. Not just to John Philip Sousa. Uh, it, it, like with the uh, with the like holiday specials and stuff before they had their own TV show. So, uh, and I think I could be totally wrong, but I think Stan had a hand in the music, uh, at least early on, like in this in songs that would uh, pop up. And well, let's get to what we're talking about today. I could imagine that. I mean. On the cover of each book, there's kind of a rhyming couplet, mm-hmm. usually. Imagine he was kind of attracted to possibly writing some lyrics. I've got a rhyme, is what he was known <laughs> yeah. to say. Yeah. Maybe he was like, uh, there was this Transformer named Wheelie in the third season of Transformers who always spoke in rhymes. Maybe. Was it voiced by Stan Bernstein? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Secret shame. <laughs> I have to. I have to do it. I may as well get paid. I, they didn't rhyme that time. Tell us why we're here. Phil. We are listening to Meet the Berenstain Bears. And what is Meet the Berenstain Bears? It is a limited edition. It says there on the cover, a limited edition collector series. Limited edition collector series picture LB. It knows it's a collect. Did you have to get this at a gas station? I don't know. Where did you buy kid stuff phono picture discs? I don't know. But I owned, as a child, several picture discs. Did you? Mm, I'm gonna have to say I didn't. You didn't. Oh, man, I owned Benji, 
which retold the story of the movie Benji. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I owned The Secret of Nim, which retold the story of The Secret of Nim. And they were set up kind of like they were audio plays. Like mm-hmm. they weren't just books. They weren't stories that were narrated to you. There was some narration, but they had actors. Like the, the Fox and the Hound uh, was, I had the Fox and the Hound, and it uh, was just clips from the movie. Just sort of condensed into like a 40, 45 minute. I had those storytelling uh, records that came with the little book and it would go, it would give you the, the bell. Well, this had no book. Okay. This was just like, if you cut a movie down to 45 minutes, mm. added a little linking narration between some of the dialogue to change the scene. See, I was born a little bit after you. So my you record storytelling sophistication, this is what we had instead of movies. A lot of time. We didn't have really? VCRs. Really? Uncle Phil. Uh, this was what we had. These were like movies in the mind where you made up the pictures as you went along. But there is a picture on the... That's the funny part. There's a picture on the disc. That's why they're called mm-hmm. picture disc. Each side of this the disc, which is a record, has an illustration done by Stan and Jan themselves. They're beautiful. Uh, on side one is a picture of the family uh, walking down the sunny dirt road. With an axe. There's a happy frog and a not-so-happy bird. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sister Bear is jumping rope. Brother Bear is carrying a watering can. Mama Bear is carrying a picnic basket. Papa Bear is carrying the aforementioned axe. In the background is... Their house and a tree. And then on the back of the picture disc is the family hanging out in the living room. Of their treehouse. Uh-huh. Papa's playing horsey. Whoopsie horsey. Whoopsie on my horse. With Sister Bear. Yeah. Look, sit on the ankle. It's whoopsie horse. Mom, mom is doing some stitching. Mm-hmm. She's doing a little crown of cross stitch. Brother is hanging on Papa's neck. And they're done playing with their toy and their book on the floor. There's a truck on the floor with a mama bear doll. Yeah. Which is it's odd. It was a thing we did in the 80s. Mom, Mothers would make dolls of themselves for their kids to play with. Hey, I lived in the 80s, Phil. It was a big thing. Can't, can't pass that one by me. Dolls of your mother. Picture discs. Snorks. Was that the same? Wait. That was the 80s. Dolls of your mother. Was that the same as like my buddy and my little monster? It was called Wish You Was My Mama. A, a doll. A fun doll. The Wish You Was My Mama fun doll by Play School. Because um, it looked like your mom. It had to be special. Or, no. No. It looked like one's mother. Thank you. <laughs> Let's listen to uh, some Berenstain Bears. Uh, we've never done this. this. is a bold move on my part. Uh, I'm an innovator in the podcasting world, and uh, we're going to listen. Drop the needle and hear. We're going to see what happens. If the levels are way off, that's... This won't be the first podcast in which that's happened. That's the magic of broadcasting. That's the magic. If this was a radio show, I wouldn't have any control over anything. That's what radio is. Here we go. This is an LP. You can watch, you'll hear the needle Phil drop. It's a fancy record player. Listen for the needle. Listen, here it goes. Holy cats. Here we go. This Let's is- start the story. Well, this sounds like introduction music if I've ever heard it. It does. Imagine you're pulling in on, pulling in on, whoops, on a certain treehouse. Did you hear that, Berenstain? This is a theme that carries through. Music was slower in the early 80s. It's a slow, it's so slow. 
kind of reminds me a little of like jo- the beginning of Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor. Their arms are a little stronger than ours. Oh, it is Joseph E. I'm going to pause, pause right there because they're a little furry around the torso. They're a lot like people, only more so. This was 1982. Mm-hmm. Now, those almost those exact same lyrics would come back for the Leanne Womack recorded theme song to the Berenstain Bears animated PBS series. PBS series. Thank you. Uh, Canadian recording artist Leanne Womack. Uh, and the, 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 uh, the, the theme song was credited to uh, another Canadian, a Canadian songwriter who I can't remember who. He's relatively well-known. He wrote the music. He wrote a song for the Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. I can't think of his name, but I can remember that credit. But obviously this lyric existed before then, like 20 years before then. Yeah. So I wonder if that was some of Stan's influence. I have to, I have to believe that he's been sitting on that torso more so rhyme. I like the way the songwriter stopped, did that little pause, but even more so. What do you call that in a song? So for mm-hmm. those of you listening at home, uh, Mark Sweeney is a songwriter. To an extent. He writes songs and shows and musicals, which is why I'm having you here. Hmm. Uh, besides the fact that you're a very good friend. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but like, what's the, is that a technique? Is that a thing? Yeah, like, I think it's like setting up the joke. It's like... and. There's kind of this anticipatory nature of kind of setting up the rhyme. How and long is too long to pause? <laughs> to pause before you do that? Yeah. Probably about a quarter of a second, a quarter of a second. longer than what they just It's did. a really slow song. It is a really slow song. This is, listen to some more of it. That's how long the pause. We, I didn't even stop it. That was how that long that pause was. quite the retardando, quite the slowdown. We have a new reader. Big tree house down a sunny dirt road deep in bear country. That's my title of my show. And the bear family <laughs> was settling down for a quiet evening at home. Brother, I was reading that book. And well, I... it's my book, and if I want to no read it. Cubs. And not only that, you're hugging the best spot in front of the fireplace. Well, I was here first. Brother, sister, that will be quite enough. All right, so <laughs> I got a few notes here. Okay, wait. <laughs> okay, it's great that kids are playing the kids. Yes. Sound like they're recorded in the backseat of a car. Mm-hmm. Mother sounds like she's recorded in a completely different place. And was that Papa Bear? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a, part of the bear world did he grow up in? There's a slight like, British accent. Yeah. Like, sister, brother, <laughs> Um, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to calm down a little bit. Uh, spot of bother. That is odd casting. Uh, I don't know if, I, if they were like, do do like an Appalachian thing. And he's like, can you do accents? And the actor is like, oh, I can do, I, I can do, I can do any region. Like, do Appalachia? Do do something like a little mountainy, mountainy sounding. Do something like this up in the up in the Ozarks. That yeah, sounds fine. too proper to me. It sounds like. Sounds the complete opposite of how I imagine Papa Bear because no. Papa Bear's a little slobby, right? He's, but he's the yeah, like everyone who does a Papa Bear voice, though he does dip into this. Oh yeah, like what in the name of Bear Country is going on in here? Right, and so uh, that's just I think that's just always been a Papa Bear thing. But but he's awfully proper. He's awfully proper. Papa Bear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering if they chose the sound quality, like the t- sort of sort of the. Dis- 
Is it supposed to sound like we're like pulling in on the family? Like we start a little further away like this and then we come in and papa, papa. I also think that it's cool that they started off with the cubs screaming at each other. I'm having a hard time telling the difference between brother and sister bear already. Brothers of the boy. Thank you. Let's listen to some more of it. Not it's my book, and if I want to read it, I'm going to read cubs, it. No, Cubs, please. That's quite enough. Then why should brother have the best spot in front of the fireplace? Cubs? Now, Cubs, I absolutely insist. I was here first, Correction. and you have no right to come It was right after supper in the big you tree house. Down Who's the narrator? Who's the narrator? He's there with them. I'm trying to narrate. Will you please keep it down? What? Is there a piano in the room? I was here first, Papa. Never mind all that. Instead of quibbling and quarreling, you should be caring and sharing and counting your blessings. Your Papa is absolutely right. We haven't even got to Berenstain Bears what? Count Their Blessings yet. Counting your blessings. That's blessings a whole book. are the good things we have. song. I can feel it. Like here it comes. a roof over our head, clean clothes, and a warm bed. Honey with supper. And counting your blessings means being thankful for the things you have, instead of complaining and quarreling about the things you haven't. Oh, Mama. <laughs> she pulls a total Rex Harrison, by the way. Here it goes. Here, see this. When something oh. or somebody goes against the grain, when you feel for speed. I strongly urge that it be He's like a little Mad Hatter, a little Cowardly Lion. The session singers, we got a little... I'm having problems with this song. Um, yeah. Being that it is both, um, he's both trying to teach them a lesson about not have, we haven't always had it so good, uh-huh. but also celebrating how good they have it right yeah, now. Yeah. So there's like some con- contrasting emotions happening. Right. But I imagine him dancing around and maybe the session singers are birds or something. Mm-hmm. And he's really flamboyant about this. He's very flamboyant. Um this is also our first example of these songs go on a little while. Yeah, this seems like this record would be really good to put on right before bedtime. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is the livelier, one of the livelier songs in the show. Good to know. By the way. Um, Man, and yeah. I'm looking where that needle is right now on the record. It starts off with a bang. And this is a two-sided. We're going on a journey. Two solid acts. And it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty sparse story if you've ever read Baron uh, St. Vera's Moving Day. Oh, by the way, the song's not over yet. You thought it was about to end, but it's not. Also, I thought that Mama was going to start singing because she introduced the song. She did introduce the song. In fact, and I, then Papa came in with his jubilant singing. I remembered her as having a bigger part in it, but uh, I think that's for her later. You, you, will, you will be amazed at Mama's singing. Should we deter... Is Papa Bear and the narrator, are they being played by the same people? I didn't think so until I listened to it this time. I think they might be the same guy. Let's listen. It's fading out right now. 
Oh, yeah, they are they going to go right back to the next scene or the same scene? I bet they are. <laughs> They're going to fade all the way out. Hey, <laughs> Where'd Papa go? But where did we live before we lived here? Uh, well, uh, you uh, didn't live anywhere. <laughs> oh, <laughs> anywhere else is It's embarrassing. But, uh, Brother, mother, and I lived far, far from here in the great grizzly mountains better through music. at the far edge of bear country. In a cave. A cave? I remember. Said brother, thinking way back into the past. I can tell. Yep. So this is a flashback sequence. See, this is where we... Is they did double glissando on there. They don't yeah. really want They're not screwing around. Lived in the big tree house down a sunny dirt road deep in bear country. They used to live halfway up Mount Grizzly. So this is where the, the book actually starts. Mountains. Brother bear. We've already been introduced to these characters. <laughs> like... They're spending a the lot of time... Was quite We're like 15 minutes into this story. Mount Grizzly. <laughs> Oh. Oh. Mm, yeah, it's a, it's pretty laid back musically. We haven't always had it this good. <laughs> I'm kidding. It may be a little damp. Here we go. It may be a little drizzly, but it's our home. Halfway up Mount Grizzly. Home sweet. So when you do you see what I'm saying about like it's sounding like when you read the rhyming parts of Berenstain Bear books, it fits. It's kind of at this level of yeah. rhyme, at kind of this level of like. The scanning is just kind of a little more freeform, is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. The rhymes happen, but it really doesn't matter how many words you put in between. So you can easily speak your way through the song. Right. Instead of creating a melody around it. It's why I'm wondering why I wonder if it isn't the Berenstains themselves who did these lyrics. At least the initial. Yeah. Very well constructed. Bear in mind when taking stock. Constructed. You're right. It reads like a Berenstain written. Yeah, like a bouncy book. Oh, by the way, this song goes on for a long time. No need to fuss. But it's gonna take us from point A to point B, right? It will. It uh, it'll it sets up that they live in a cave. And that at the moment they enjoy it. Like, you keep thinking it's getting close to the end, but it's not, actually. So, but it's also about that the cave is cozy, but it also has its issues. Mm-hmm. It's a little dripply. Yeah. Drizzly. Just like anyone in your life. It's, uh, it's imperfect, but it's where they live. But we're about to find out that it is not perfection. Like, it is not going to suit them for very long. A dance break right now. Maybe I'm treating this as if it were written like a real musical. Oh, just take your time. Like it really just. Oh, ouch. We know. Sweet, sweet, sweet. No, two. Thank you. Home sweet cave. Oh right. And then it la's out. Right. I'm going to tell you that these la-las were stuck in my head all night. Yeah, we're not done with the song yet. It's important to uh, fill out this side of the album. Oh, 
Mama. This could have been an EP. They couldn't put out uh, singles of these songs because none of them would fit on one side of a 45. You think this is long? You should have heard the remix. My dears, the time has come. Is the music being performed live? Is there a pianist? Like maybe. Right. Saw one take, Johnny. Giving him cues. The trees oh, this whole thing was done in one sitting. It's radio show style. Then I have only more respect for it. Mm -hmm. Those fade outs, hand done. <laughs> How would you? Did they just pull the microphone further, further away out of the room? But where will That's we amazing. move to? Yep. Out of the bedroom, the <laughs> bathroom, wherever this was recorded. Oh. This is moving music. This is moving music, but they're not moving yet. Oh, you never can tell what the future's gonna bring. Ring, ring. Death. You never can tell what songs it's gonna sing. sing I can. Sing. If they're on this, they're well, long. gonna go wrong or well, you never can tell. No, you never can tell what the future's gonna bring. Ring, ring. So I'm gathering... No matter what Papa Bear is singing about, even if it sounds kind of dreadful, like it, we never had it, or we used to not have it this good, or right. never what the future tells. Right. He's ecstatic about it. He he's also saying you never can tell what the future is going to bring. Uh, ring ring. He's about to tell brother what the future is going to bring. That's the whole point of the story. He's going to say we're moving. Like. It's a series of hilarious rhymes. Ball, 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 ball. ball. <laughs> oh, mm. handsome, dark, and tall. You probably wouldn't go back to that fortune teller. When Papa Bear sings, he sounds like a mean jester. Yeah. He's putting his all into it. It's just not in the right direction. I can hear him dance, like see him dancing around. And it's very unpopular compared to his voice on this. Like if he, recording. if I was, if I was directing a show and someone brought this song to auditions and performed it this well, I'd be like, all right, I'll give you a callback. Yeah. Like he's a, it's a good. Well, like every other song on this record, the backup singers are doing a lot of heavy lifting. That's right. That's right. The session singers are. You never can tell. You never can tell. Just keep vamping. Just keep vamping. Well, that was a short one. That was a really short one. Yeah, and it was actually um, one of the better songs. Yeah, I got the point across. Uh, but like you said, the most of the lyrics were sung by the chorus. Yeah. Um. Is that the end? Of that's the, the end first? of side one. So, Mark, <gasps> thoughts right now. Uh, let's take a moment and um, and talk about Act One. Well, what did we think of Act One? Really left me on a cliffhanger there. Of Meet the Berenstain Bears. Because you never can tell what the future is going to bring. You never can tell what the future is going to bring. You never can tell what the future is going to bring with the Berenstain Bears. That ring, was side ring, one ring. of uh, the Berenstain Bears. Meet the Berenstain Bears from 1982's Meet the Berenstain Bears. Mark, let's talk a little bit about what we just heard. Well, we had two upbeat tunes by Papa Bear that were slightly dark. <laughs> They're a little dark. And then one song I don't even remember, 
by Mama Bear. I think it was like We Live in a Cave. We Live in a Cave. Home Sweet Cave. Um, a song that is... Uh, I've forgotten a, 10 minutes later. I would say it's a song by... Like, in the loosest sense of the term, it was uh, more of like a spoken poem. In the 1970s, I know there were a lot of... Uh, poetry records that came out you uh that were uh where poets would recite their their works over music uh they weren't exactly songs they weren't they certainly weren't art songs uh it's kind of what mama was selling us yeah i have respect for this album so far because i feel like it's an album you put on to entertain the kids and because it takes its damn time the kids can be entertained i say italicized for the length of the album now, we find it very boring because we are adults and the songs are, you know, I'm not even going to go so far as to say the songs are bad. Like they're competent. They're mm-hmm. competently made. I've heard far worse on children's albums. True. Um, I owned many children's albums and there's some dreadful stuff out there. I could hear this playing in the background while I put together some Legos or pushed a Matchbox car mm-hmm. or something. You know? they're, they're attempting to stretch a Berenstain Bears storybook out to 40 minutes and... Yeah. But but also using songs that are fully integrated into the action, like they're they're trying to make it. Well, they're trying to make it a musical. Integrated is a strong okay. word to, to describe how these. I mean, the songs pick up, sort of pick up ideas that are yeah. happening in the stories, but they repeat themselves forever. They and ever. do. You could cut the songs and still have the same. It's true. But you could say the same thing about My Fair Lady. I well, it's. Based off its original text, sure. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to compare this show to My Fair Lady. Uh, is something going to happen with Sister Bear? <laughs> she is going to return at the very end. If by if by that, that's what you're asking. Will she? Will we ever Spoiler hear? Spoiler alert! My Fair Lady, everyone. <laughs> Doesn't My Fair Lady begin with Eliza Doolittle saying, "Tell me about the time that I learned how to speak good English, that I learned how to talk right." And Henry Higgins going, Henry Huggins, Henry, Henry, Higgins, Henry Higgins going, well, not too long. And there's a double glissando and you see the story of Eliza Doolittle. No. uh, And he sings a very upbeat song about how she used to be a street person. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sister Bear. Bear. I, uh, I, uh, had a lot of children's albums. I had a Marmaduke album. My Bear Lady. (laughs) Get out. I had a Marmaduke album. You know Marmaduke the dog? Yes. He's giant Great Dane. I had the two. It, was a, it, was, it wasn't a picture disc, but it was a two-sided uh, full story. It was called Mar- Marmaduke Hits the Charts. Hmm. And it was a mystery where Marmaduke helped a group of teens who had a band solve a mystery. Uh, and it was a musical. Like, this, they, the songs would appear. Marmaduke doesn't talk, by the way. Yeah. He's just a dog. This is mm-hmm. an LP. This is mm-hmm. a record. So the, your main character never actually appeared on the album. Like mm-hmm. there would be a bark every once in a while. But the kids would sing songs to sort of like carry the action along. Yeah. Sort of illustrate the story. Yeah. Like but they were all rock songs and they were s- such bad, such bad, mm-hmm. so many bad mm-hmm. that it embarrassed me to listen to it as a child. <laughs> like I would skip them or I would just not listen to the album. I'd start yeah. it and be like ah, I don't you know, children's entertainment doesn't have to have bad music. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I think back at like Looney Tunes. Right. Or even, I mean, Popeye was everyone's entertainment. I mean, like, oh, yeah. Popeye it wasn't belongs just for to children. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> belongs to the world. Julie Stein wrote uh, Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. That's right. And uh, he wrote other things. 
that weren't Magoo related. Gypsy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rosalie. And uh, others. But I guess what I'm saying is I'm not embarrassed listening to this. I'm a little bored. I'm like, this isn't very exciting. Right. I would. I can imagine playing this while I'm just doing something else in the room as a kid. You know? Right. I wouldn't sit down and look at, you know, I wouldn't sit down and like close my eyes and actually take in this album. Right. No, this isn't a this isn't a dream. This is this is background noise. You're That's playing what with thriller your... was for when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Wait, it was background noise. No, it was a dream. <laughs> no, it was music you'd actually just listen to. A living dream mm-hmm. or nightmare. The thriller, the thing with forty eyes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vincent Price. There's no escaping the jaws of the alien. You remember that part? There's no escaping the jaws of the alien. Is he just name checking? Naming scary movies. Watch out for the blob and the wolf <laughs> guy. These are the edited verses where he was mm-hmm. like, Scooky skeletons also were there. Thriller today. The, mm-hmm. it was the, there was actually an edited Vincent Price verse that you can hear on the uh, like anniversary scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can listen to Vincent Price just yucking it up in the studio as well. If you, For those of you out there in listener land, uh, track out the Thriller Anniversary CD. It's uh, got an extra verse by Vincent Price. We have gone on some far tangents. Let's, right, let's see what's this, on side two. Let's flip this disc. Side B. <clears throat> Wait, you can't hear me. Let's flip this disc. We're going to pop on side two. Uh, let's find out how this story continues. Let's find out how this story ends. Phil, might I remind you, you never know what the future's going to bring. You never know what the future's going to bring. I know exactly what the future's going to bring right now. It's going to bring a side two of Meet the Berenstain Bears, limited edition collector series picture disc LP. Here we go, Produced ladies and gentlemen. by John Braden. We're flipping discs, spinning the flops all night long here at... Uh, yeah, uh, uh, W Bear Air Air mm-hmm. Radio. So to wrap up, they're in a cave. Oh. Baroque. Yep. All kinds of instruments. Back then, like a synthesizer would have cost like a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, Mama Bear is singing. Girls and boys. You know building blocks and jumping rope. Yes, you know what a kaleidoscope is. You look carefully into it and turn it gently. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is what a kaleidoscope is. flat so this is the act two big opener bring him back into the story yep huh? yep welcome back to the theater folks <laughs> uh mom's gonna sing a dirge about a kaleidoscope oh honey this song by the way is four and a half minutes long the intro i thought they were gonna like just drive into like a rudolph the red-nosed reindeer it's mm-hmm. gonna be really up no it beat. actually got slower <laughs> um this is a song about change Papa just sang a song about how not knowing what the future is going to bring. This is a song about how there's going to be change. Oh, I'm starting to enjoy the meditative, meditative uh, nature of this whole show. One, one thing that the uh, faux, what is this, like faux harpsichord? Mm-hmm, that is what it is. The faux harpsichord brings to mind uh, rural living, caves and bears. Not like, oh, this is his brother, by the way. Powdered wigs. Oh, wait. 
one day you just find yourself on a rocket to a star. You don't know what happens is going to happen. Life changes. One day you're enjoying your life. The next day you're an astronaut is the point. Is that how it works? That's how it is. What What the heck? I was going to ask if the, if the children got to sing. Not a creepy way, but... This isn't singing. <laughs> I've taken singing. I've studied singing. Um, this doesn't resemble it at all. Oh, they're really like hit the one beat. Yeah, I can just see like someone would just waving a stick at the boy as he chants, chant. Wait for the, wait for it, and one, two. Now we're singing this song about changing. You've got to watch me. Don't look at your mother in the other room. You don't let her. You want to work in this business. You've got to watch my hands. Change. Oh, it modulates up several times, by the way. Don't think that because it's modulating up that it's nearing the end of the song. You'd be wrong. Uh, it changes keys several times. That's what we call paint, musical painting. Okay. We're singing about change. We're changing the key. You get it, Phil? Do you understand? I get it. I get it. Um... I thought when I first heard this, the song was about to end, but I was wrong, and I got really upset. Thank you for... Like, oh, here you go. Thank you for oh. giving me a warning. Now it's leading into the... New no. Leaves no. Change. Leaves change? change. Nope. Caterpillars oh. change. Yes. Butterflies. I was going to say the same thing. No, they don't. No. Now we're at the end. This is the end of the song, everyone. Nope. Oh, wait, no. No, that was it. Just changing the key again, everyone. Oh, man, this is a revelation, though. I mean, as in it's like Revelation 9? <laughs> revolution, revolution 9. Revolution 9, yeah. Are we fading? We're going to fade for another minute, so uh, don't get... We'll get back to the story okay. eventually, folks. Where's brother going? He went down the mountain. See... He's there he is. Whoa, they're starting to jam out. Why'd they have to? <laughs> change. Brother's Away gonna change. The only home he had ever known. Brother left the cave. Now things are going to change. The home it's a sort of family you can't rearrange. Well, it was an change. idea that took some change. getting used to. Change. Now, now we've got a lot to do. I can't do. tell if he's singing or not. Organizing. <laughs> What's your bag, baby? Papa Bear's choice most of the time seems to be, I just found my line. Oh, no. He's doing this thing that I notice that I've seen actors do in musicals where if you've got a song that has space between words, instead of finding motivation to take space between words, you fill it with like yeah, yeah. liberty gibber. That doesn't actually do anything, but it keeps you comfortable on stage from having to, like, find motivation in the song. Yeah. I'm not saying I've never been guilty of that. Oh. Oh. Do you think you've been guilty of that, <laughs> Phil? I also don't like lyrics that are, like, in, 
you know what I mean. It's the most meaningless yeah. line. Filler phrases. Yeah, it's a filler phrase. Yeah. I have a problem with when I'm listening to a musical if I hear filler phrases or filler words. Yeah. Like oh, like a like a, a very or a really, yeah. Yeah. It just like oh, you couldn't find a way to make this fit the yeah the scan the scan so you just. Yeah. Popped in a couple of extra ands or thes or right. wells. Or you, wells, yeah. yeah. You know what I, but you know what I mean is become like a refrain in this song. It's time to find a brand new scene. You know what I mean. What do you mean, Papa? Let's find out. He's probably about to answer it. Right I'm about. Kind of questioning that he's not. Yeah. All right, now get ready. Just around the bend is our new. Like Lissando again. It's a tree. It's a tree. So, the big reveal. To sum up what's happened so far, they moved and now they're living in a tree. Yep, that's what happened, Phil. Yep. Now they're talking about what's in the tree. The record is defeating me. This is, uh... Now, if you remember, on the on side one, they hung Home Sweet Cave. They're about to sing a song about living in a tree. That's a reprise of Home Sweet Cave. That doesn't make sense. This is a really long album. All the animals gave their food that they've gathered to the bears. So, yeah, so the, the, everyone's happy to see the bears. Little they know this is the beginning of the end, as we've talked about. Right. Pretty soon the animals will be leaving the country. Yeah. They came with gifts of so welcome, the big moving truck and arrived. their hospitality moving was returned with aggression. Carry the bear family's things up into the treehouse. It was indeed a fine house. But this is the bear side of the story. Mm-hmm. That's what we have to read about. The bear side of history. Bear history is told by the bear winners. There were some broken steps, and some of the bark was loose. But Mama and Papa had great plans for fixing it up. Here comes the song. I can. Back to Margaritaville. Tree, gonna build ourselves a house tree. Cause the bark is kind of loose. We're gonna tighten up that bark so we live in a house tree. Little bit of lead paint on the eaves. Little bit of nails sticking out of the tree. Gonna patch up this home sweet, home sweet tree. Sweet tree. There's so Maybe many other things we will you can do. expand our family. Push out a little girl for me. Make a bigger family in this tree. Expand the family tree. You and me. With a little girl and a... Dog one day. A dog one day. For those kids who will play with the dog. Then one day we'll have a contest. Ask the readers to name our baby. What will they name the baby? They'll name it honey, which is what we eat. Making a family with your family trees. Sister and brother and little honey. 
singing about reproducing in a tree all of the birds and the bees are watching all of the birds and bees are As we make more bears Fill the world with bears Cause we care about so many bears Bears! It may be a little wild It may be a little weedy Although our cozy lair may look a little seedy It's home sweet tree Home sweet tree and bear country Go down a dead road to see our home sweet tree. And if one day that tree blows away, there's a lot more trees to pick from, okay? Okay. And since we are bears, we can live wherever we want. Just a home, and a home is just a tree. <laughs> Everybody now, home sweet tree, home sweet tree, oh. It's gonna sing about the home sweet tree. Gonna sing in backcountry with honey and me. One's out of cave, now a tree. This is a good 10 minutes of singing about one subject, which is either living in a cave or living in a tree. We, it's the same song as before. Home sweet tree. Maybe one day we'll buy a split level house or a I guess you don't know what the future will bring. Let's go change, let's go change. Berry Mix, Berry Mix, Jaws of the Alien. Anyway, that was a song. So, hey, now they're in the tree. Oh, it's the end of the story. Oh, we're in the present now. Yeah. She doesn't believe a word he said, neither do I. Of course, it's fixed up a lot better than it was when we moved in. I see what you mean about counting your blessings. Said sister. Is that a song? No, it was just a point they made. Okay. Big tree house down a sunny dirt road deep in bear country. That's the name of your podcast. Just made my podcast Deep in Bear Country. Yes, oh, we're almost at the end of the story. That all happened before I was born. I'd like to hear about what happened when I joined the family. <laughs> well, that, my dear, is another story and another record. No, oh, it's meta. Oh, man. I was not expecting a meta twist at yeah. the end. You couldn't hear it, but they all turned and looked at us at the end. <laughs> that's enough. And that's pretty much the end. No, actually, that's the end. So uh, it fades out. Uh, you've been listening to uh, Meet the Berenstain Bears. This is WBAR, Bear Country Radio. Uh, I'm Phil Gonzalez. And uh, what do we think about the musical extravaganza that was 1982's Meet the Berenstain Bears Limited Edition Collector Series Picture Disc LP? Mr. Mark, what did you think of that experience? Well... I think it's good for background music, you know? I'm going to make a proposal. Go on, Phil. Picture disc, party. Have a nice evening with friends. Plan mm -hmm. a dinner. Say eight friends. 
have, oh, including yourself and your and your, and your have people over have some drinks some wine mm-hmm. uh but the entire evening you're playing nothing but picture discs berenstain bears mm-hmm. i know this is strawberry shortcake benji mm-hmm. uh, i think a picture disc party could be the wave of the entertaining future in much the same way people used to have toast parties that was but yesterday. Yeah. Uh, back when toasters first were introduced to the American household, the toast party was a thing. People would have friends over and have all different kinds of toast. Well, if toast has made its way back into our culinary niche Something life words, then I think the picture disc surely is due for a revival. Because I'm going to tell you something the picture disc was about as entertaining as. About as entertaining as making toast. I've made many toasts in my day, and I would probably rather make a piece of toast than sit through the Berenstain Bears, meet the Berenstain Bears again. I'm not usually this critical of meet the Berenstain Bears, of Berenstain Bears, certainly not something that has actually had a lot of effort put into it. Like, this isn't, this wasn't something that got thrown together in a day. Yeah, that those were songs. For, I mean, they were... They weren't great. They weren't great. They were not great. But they were songs written for this show. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't just pull something out of a trunk, it didn't seem. What I'm saying is these songs are a little, they're a little boilerplate. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they are quote-unquote songs. Like, they fit the definition mm-hmm. of song. Better than some songs I've heard in my life. Like, they're not, they're not, they're, they, they are slow, and the words aren't enough of them. Like, there seems like there's a lot of just waiting. Yeah, there's a lot of waiting going into the songs, and then there's a lot of repeating. It breaks. It seems to break every rule of songs in a musical. <laughs> True. Like they're not interesting. Like they don't mm-hmm. carry. They don't, they develop don't carry the, a th- develop a thought or carry the plot. They don't even develop the character singing it. It's not even like an internal like. I'm explaining where I'm coming from. Maybe maybe we're but maybe it's like um. Maybe the characters are slightly stepping outside the action and commenting on what's happening. But even that's, it's so... This is Berenstain Bear Company. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, like, the action would stop, and then Papa would step down to the... And be like... Live of the stage. You never know what the future is going to bring. Yeah, he's singing to the audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, it seems to me that with a little more... There's not enough story there to carry right. a 40-minute musical it's like meditations on change here right but you have a song that says you never know what the future is going to bring and then a song that says the future is going to bring change like right after one hour after the other to me those are two not mutually exclusive points but they there's a slight bit of contradiction there and it seems like you should meditate on one or the other in 40 minutes like you never Mm -hmm. know what the future is going to bring can probably go because we know that they're moving. We know that change is a coming. Mm-hmm. Like, prep the kid for change. I'm saying move the opening of Act 2 to the end of Act 1 and write us a new song to open Act 2. No, no, no. Move the beginning of Act 2 to the beginning of Act 1 so you just have this theme of change. Throughout oh, the whole, I see. Throughout the whole show. You don't need a theme. You don't need the Berenstain Bear song in the beginning because it's a... You don't have to... The we pe- don't need the... We didn't have this so good song because we're already going to flash back. Right, right. So start off with change. Yeah, but kick it up a few notches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're talking a complete <clears throat> rewrite. Mm-hmm. Like, keep the basic theme, but don't just give it to Mama because mm-hmm. she can't sing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
maybe like Sister Bear, I don't know, notices the the leaves on their house are changing exactly. colors. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Hey, Mama, the leaves in the house are changing color. Well, change is all around us. Right. I can't believe the leaves are changing. We live in this in this tree. Why is our house changing, Mama? I don't want our house to change. This isn't the first time our house has changed, sister. Oh, nice. It changed once before. Let's, Papa, Mm -hmm. why don't you fill us in? Mm -hmm. And then you have a whole, there's your theme, change. Yep. Like it's a simple theme, but it's a kid's music. Uh, Change is important to that kids learn about change. Right. And uh, that the the inevitability of change. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah. So kicking off with the idea of change. Then Papa's sharing the story, but have more cut back and forth between the past and the present a little bit more oh, to yeah. keep sister in the mm-hmm. in the in the story. Maybe she has a lot of like curious questions, right? Or or stick with me here. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Act one is moving day. And then act two can be new baby. Ooh. Honey? You, no, sister. Because she's oh, like, when sister. did I come mm-hmm. along? And you can go right from moving day. You can go right from the moving into the treehouse. Like, end of act one, we're here in the house. Mm-hmm. Look at us now. We're in a house and curtain. And then act two, it's like, do, 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 do. We've been living in this house for so long. Oh, Papa, I love living in the house. And then living Papa, in the house. Son, come with me into the woods. I got something to tell you that Whoa. won't sound good, but we're going to talk about what's coming up to real soon. <laughs> Remember that song about change from before? Well, you're about to see something else change. It's going to be called... Wait, hold on. He's going to tell him about the song about change from before, but the song from change from before is in the future. Oh. Okay. You revisit the theme. We have, rep- to re- we have to revisit, reprise, we have to revisit the present. Okay, the second act. The, theme. the beginning of the second act would be. But you know what? We could ditch the narrator, keep it meta. Oh yeah, we wouldn't have a narrator. There's no narrator anymore. Also, there are no background singers because where where do you fit those? Right. Are they birds? It's, are they squirrels? Yeah, unless it's people in Bear Country, but Bear Country is not even in the first act. Maybe mm-hmm. the people of Bear no, because Bear the people of Bear Country aren't even in these stories. So the. Second act opens again with the family in the present. And sister's like, whew, what a great story, Papa. That was great. But what about me? And he's like, oh, don't think the change ended just with the house. Oh, yeah. You see that it's nest like up there? You see those little those little chickies? Mm-hmm. Or do you remember that? Because it would have been, now the leaves are changing. Remember when we had those little chicks? Well, look mm-hmm. at them flying away. Yeah. Oh, Papa. Look at the squirrels gathering nuts. Yep. Speaking of nuts. <laughs> 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 that doesn't make any sense but and then you go into very St. Very's new baby wow a twofer yeah because it's a it's not enough story for a two-act musical yeah even if it's only 40 minutes long but it's more than enough story mm. for especially if you're tying it together with one theme so where does it land what is the end of the show um if you're telling two stories do you tie them together well, it's all tied together with change, changing the house, then changing the family structure. And there's that cute button at the end that's like, that one extra change. Oh, looks like something's going to change real soon. There's going to be a change at the end that's hinted at at the end. Mm-hmm. What is it? Is it the? It can't be the next baby because we already did babies. Yeah. Maybe they... She has to go out to school. She has to go into school. I don't know. It's fall. Or maybe uh, the whole time, every once in a while, one of them looks out the window and is like, you know, like everything's changing. You know, like one day, you know, like, you know, like, 
when we first moved in here, there were no neighbors, but you know, like people are slowly moving in. The end, they see a moving van pull up, and they're like, "See, oh, everything changes." Oh. And then they can reprise change. You don't, you don't, you don't see the neighbors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the neighbors move in. Like they say, mm-hmm. like, "Oh, like even the neighborhood's growing." Mm. Like first we changed houses, then we changed family structure. Now we're changing the neighborhood. Yeah, and there it goes. Yeah, it could use a few more drafts, but I like the way you're. I like where you're headed. Okay, so. Uh, next week, next. come to me with some new pages. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna need the I'm going to need the change song for the beginning. Okay. And the reprise for Act Two, and uh-huh. the eh, keep it short at the end of the show. Yeah. Like just I mean like a verse in the chorus. Is it still folksy? Right. That's kind of the, the started sound of off the music. started off upbeat and folksy, but mm-hmm. the last the second reprise can be a little slower because it's a little more oh of course a little more reflective. Yeah. Um, what is What's the big like? What's the eleven o'clock number like? What? Um, because you only have so many characters, like, right? The eleven o'clock number. Uh, is this like the doctor sings something? Like, there's no doctor. Well, is does uh, Mama delivers the baby by herself? Oh, that's book. right. We're going with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can be some kind of yodeling song. Because they're out in the woods. Mm-hmm. Don't they go out in the woods and then come back? It like, can be mama making mm-hmm. a lot of noise while delivering. So Papa Oof. just keeps singing louder and louder to cover it because he's not yeah. there. And we can get Hammy, Hammy uh, Papa doing it. Hammy Papa doing a lot of slapstick dances, dances. creating noise so that brother doesn't have to hear the noise <laughs> of mother having, having giving birth by herself in an isolated uh-huh. tree. And, Sounds uh, great. Yeah, and then because yeah, and Mama does some kind of yodeling number that you know blends in with their with their song, which is all noise. And then when they show up, there's a baby, and then it cuts, and then we're in and change, and we've got a solid evening's entertainment for three to eight year olds. Yeah, I think it. We're on to something. I think it just needs to be a little more entertaining. Yeah, entertaining. We'll scrap most of this music. Uh-huh. Same basic idea, different structure, same characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um thoughtful, pensive. I think we're looking at a solid maybe at the end of the day it may be an hour long show, say with a ten it's minute intermission. Sure. Hour long show, ten minute break in the middle of the change set, and uh and I think we're solid. I think we've all got right. a solid show. Sounds good. I'll be back next week with with all that. With all now, do you see, though, do you see if a little more thought had been put in? Because well, we spent like 10 minutes talking about that. We did. We spent 10 minutes. We spent 10 minutes talking about that. I, yeah. You're looking at me like it's my fault. I'm looking at you like this is this is the breath of creativity. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Phil. Yeah. You're saying I, I can do this. You can do this. Yeah. You can do this. Just take, Sometimes you just got to talk it through. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. The Berenstain Bears, meet the Berenstain Bears limited edition collector series picture disc LP. Uh, you can find copies of this online on eBay. You can find copies of it actually at Etsy, which is strange. They're not supposed to resell stuff, but that's Etsy for you. Uh, it's available. Uh, usually it's going to run you about $10, $5 or $10, mm-hmm. depending on the quality of it. I got a pretty decent copy of it, only a few pops and scratches. Sounds pretty good for a record from 1982, I'd say, that children listen to. Mm-hmm. Like you- Thriller, which came out in 1983, actually. There's 82? no escaping the jaws of the alien this time. This time. There's some something. Ghosts and goblins. Um, not the thriller of its day, but 
Someone owned it. There's a lot of copies floating around yeah. out there. So, Berenstain Bears, meet the Berenstain Bears and Mark Sweeney. Uh, thank you for joining me. Anything you would like our listeners to know? Yeah, you can come see me in the uh, Twin Cities Horror Festival at the uh, end of October, beginning of November at the Southern Theater. And what will you be doing? I'll be in Sweet Dreams Elfie um, by Savage Umbrella. Nice, nice. Yeah, so if you're in the town, uh, check out Mark Sweeney at the Twin Cities Horror Festival. Uh, it's always entertaining. You can find out more about me at berenstainbearcast.wordpress.com. Uh, you can also tweet to me at bstainbearcast. I'm always looking forward to hearing from people uh if you want to hear more um stuff on audio there's more berenstain bear stuff out there let me know and i'll try to get my hands on it uh and i'll have mark back and we can do more of this <laughs> mark's, mark's making an awesome face thank you so much for listening to this uh this episodic experiment thank you mark again for joining me you're welcome yeah yes. uh, and uh, to everyone, uh, we're going to play you out here, and I will see everybody else next time deep in Bear Country. This is bad exit music. It's okay. This is not. I thought, for some reason, I thought it was more upbeat. <clears throat> Nope. God dang it. This is so boring. I want to hear that torso line again. Not necessary to point out. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. I, I'm a terrible guest. I'm You're so awesome. Sorry. Yeah. Good luck. So Good luck. I love it so much. <laughs>